Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of The Top Rope Report here on TalkShoe.com, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Anchor. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and then joining me every week as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, no Top Rope Report without this guy. I'm honored to call him a friend and a tag team partner, the Nugster Greg. Greg, welcome. Not much. So we're one week, well, nine days. Nine days away from WrestleMania. The road is getting smoother. WrestleMania is a little closer now. Um, definitely. Yeah, we're, we're, I guess you want to say we're in the final countdown. We're in the final countdown, yes, indeed. But, that was actually today's musical introduction to the show was started the song final countdown there so. we go by the group by the group europe yep i remember that song very well um yeah but we'll you know we'll be talking more about wrestlemania later on uh like to discuss monday night raw and some nxt that went on last okay. night um what do you think of monday night raw uh i thought it was all right i mean nothing nothing spectacular <laughs> It was just, it was just it was Monday Night Raw. Now is it me or does Monday Night Raw just seem to have okay shows every week and not really going well, above they, going they above? both had just okay shows. Uh, maybe one or two standout matches, uh, but it seems like every show has just been okay. There hasn't been a lot to help get me fired up for WrestleMania. Right, and it, okay shows. Yep, and it's a thing where it doesn't even seem like they're trying to go above and beyond to make the shows better. Especially now, we're coming up to the go home shows. One on Monday, one on Friday. I mean, they're going to have to have something that's going to, you know, knock my socks off. For Melania, I mean, I'm excited to see it, but I want to have something that's going to get me really psyched to watch it. Right. And uh, I I have a scenario that we'll, I'd like to play out for you. I'm sure you've heard it somewhere on the many sites and stuff that you go to and the many people that contact you during the week about your opinions with WrestleMania. But I have a scenario that I want to talk to you about, and we'll talk about it when we get into WrestleMania, our our, con- our conversation and everything. And, okay. And um, so, I mean... I don't know what to I don't know what to say about the the opening segment. I mean, I'm ready to talk about the matches if you are. I mean, Go ahead. Go ahead talk about the opening segment. I honestly, when I heard the glass break, I was like, you know, me being a a big mark for Stone Cold and been watching uh, the business for over 40 years. It's like, oh my God, don't tell me he just showed up in Chicago. And then, and then Kevin Owens came out, and I just died laughing. It's like seriously. And then when the music played again, it's like ah, I, I just realized he wasn't going to be there then. But um, I just, I just thought that the segment was funny, but it was kind of stupid. And I mean, you know, the he was trying to throw the. The beers, the guy was throwing beers. He wasn't catching them. He finally stunned the guy. I, I gave the segment a D minus. Really? Yeah. A D minus? A D minus. I, did, I mean, no, I'll give it a D. I'll give it a D. Excuse me. A D. A D. 
I mean, I just, I just not, I was not happy, and I thought it was just stupid. Okay, um, I, I could not disagree more. I thought this segment was borderline excellent to very, very good. Um, I, I mean, I liked that he came out, you know, dressed as Stone Cold, and came down, did you know, the same antics as Stone Cold. Um, had a little itty bit of hair sticking out right in the front of the, the bald cap, and you saw a little bit of hair in the back. Um, everything that he talked about, how he once again brought up how much he hated how much he hated Texas. The crowd was cheering, we want Austin, so loudly that he couldn't talk. I loved the segment. I really did. It, it get, got me a little more vested in the uh, the match or segment coming up. Um, I mean, the second time the music started, I actually believed more the second time that there could possibly be Steve Austin there than the first time. But, you know, after, you know, three seconds went by, then you realize it was a ruse. I, I gave this segment an A-. minus. Okay. Steve Horowitz, thanks for joining in. Yeah, break his legs. We got that to do. Back it down. What? Nah, that's just between me and Steve. Oh. It's okay. Little little jokes that we have with each other. Glad you tuned in, okay. though. Then we went to a match. Um, it was the Dirty Dogs versus the Mysterios, and then once again the Miz came out. Um. I guess I'll go first with this match. It was just another everyday tag team match um, that had nothing to do with help building up WrestleMania. Uh, I mean, yes, Miz being ringside and, and, you know, his commentating and confrontation with Ray um, that leads to an actual match next week, a singles match between the Miz Oh, Jesus, I'm sorry, folks. Ah, wow, that came out of nowhere. Um, oh, not sure if this is telling the It leads to a singles match next week between Rey Mysterio and The Miz. Um, I mean, the match was okay. It just did nothing to help excite me for WrestleMania, so I gave it a C. Right, I agree. I mean, I was surprised that Dominic actually got a pinfall win. And... Um... But I'm looking forward to the match next week because the reason being is one thing you do not do is take the mask off of Luchador. Yes. And Rey Mysterio was, oh, he was mad as hell, I guarantee it. So that's going to add some fuel to the fire for next week's match. And it might, next week's match might add some fuel to their tag team match at WrestleMania. I gave the match a C. I gave the match a C. Huh? I gave the match a C plus. Oh, okay. Raphael, thanks for coming back. And then we had another. Um, well, I'm not going to say another match between because it wasn't between them last week, but it was Omos in the handicap match against Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. Uh, you are up. Oh, okay. Robert Methen is watching. Thanks for tuning in, Bob. Um. I really don't know what what to say. I mean, it seems like, you know, they put him up against 
one guy, two guys, three guys, and he just he just annihilates him. I mean, I can see I can see him beating you know Commander Aziz because Commander Aziz has got like limited wrestling ability. I mean, Apollo Cruz has got some wrestling ability because he's former champion. He got the two of them together. They obviously didn't have a strategy or a game plan. And um, I don't know. I just, I just thought that um, his promo at the end was weak because you really couldn't understand what he was saying. I know he's looking forward to getting a match with somebody at WrestleMania. Um, I don't know who they're going to put up, who they're going to put him up against, but. I, I give the segment a C minus. Okay. Um, yeah, I give the next uh, C minus as well. Um, couple impressive moves. I mean, Omos kicking Commander Aziz uh, with that big boot and got it up kind of high. Uh, didn't look awkward at all. Um, and then he seemed to be able to pick up Commander Aziz, who's got to be, uh, I know he's 300 plus pounds. I mean, he. You're, he's, you know, he's, I don't know exactly how much he is. I would imagine it's closer to 350, but he picked him up and body slammed him with ease. He yeah. didn't struggle at all. I mean, he didn't struggle to get up, just showed how powerful a man he is. And, uh, yeah, it's going to take somebody, um, you know, pretty mighty to uh, take down Omos. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Then we got into, uh, okay, a little something to help build up towards WrestleMania. It was a tag team match between Rhea and Liv Morgan and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Um, I was actually looking forward to this match when they announced it because it's for wrestlers. Um, once again, I don't really think Queen Zelina and Carmella are much of wrestlers in the ring. So I was looking forward to it, and I was disappointed. Um I, I just, you know, Natalia's been around for, for a long time, and she's a great mentor to the younger wrestlers, but you you, you got to take her out of the main events. She's just not able to hang with the younger, um, quicker, seasoned rookies. Right. You know, I'm not going to say rookies, but compared to Natalia, Rhea and Liv are rookies, and even Shane is kind of a rookie. Yep. Uh, we never really got that big confrontation between Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler like they had when they were down at NXT. I gave the match a disappointing C minus. Okay. Uh, I agree with you on the wrestling part. I was really looking forward to, you know, seeing Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan working it out with, uh, I mean, going at it. In the ring, you know, then Shayna Baszler and Natalia came in. And I mean, I just don't know. I just have some odd feeling that because it's Natalia and because she's a mainstay on the women's roster for so long, I just have a feeling they're going to have them win the championship at WrestleMania. I don't know why. I mean, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but. You know, sometimes WWE will, you know, they'll reward certain people for their longevity. And, right. and you know, maybe something like that will happen. I mean, it was, like you said, I was looking forward to seeing Rhea and um, Shayna hook it up like they did in NXT quite a few times. And um, I, I have to give the match a C-. Okay. Um, 
Then we had a match, um, Austin Theory versus Finn Balor. What'd you think? Well, I was kind of waiting for this match because I wanted to see how Finn Balor, I mean, how Austin Theory would uh, would do against Finn Balor, how he would handle the you know, the new United States champion. I thought it was a pretty decent match to start. You know, Pat McAfee, you know, I was kind of surprised to see him because it's like, well, wait, you know, he's not on Raw. But then again, I realized, well, you can show up anywhere you want. Um, right. And I thought, you know, I thought it was a good match. Um, McAfee made like he was going to interfere and go after Theory, and he really didn't. Just distracted Austin Theory, which is going to build up for their match at WrestleMania. Exactly. Um, so I, I gave the match a B. Okay. Austin Theory and. Uh, yeah, I, I really had high expectations for this match. Um, it was one that on paper is like, okay, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're, Finn Balor doesn't have a match at WrestleMania, but Austin Theory does. How does this benefit Finn Balor? Why are they doing this? Um, so that, that that's probably the only negative part or bad part of the match. The match was a good match, solid match. The taunting of, you know, from McAfee to Austin Theory Jeez. at some point seemed so childish that made it that much more right. funny. Um, definitely a lot funnier. And, and it does help build McAfee versus Theory. Because um, if the rumors are right that it's going to be Damian Priest versus Finn Balor, I mean, we've seen them enough as to where that's already a match that, that's been built. Yeah. Um, so I agree with you with the grade on, on the match or I'll be. All right. Michael Morena, thanks for tuning in and watching tonight. Oh, so a lot of my old school high school friends are tuning in. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Then after that, um, I think that's when Becky Lynch came out. Yeah, that's it. Becky Lynch came out after that match. Um, did a little ring promo. I don't know what those visor yeah. sunglasses were, but it fits the character that she's now playing. Yep. Um, I mean, it was. I mean, was it a good Becky Lynch segment? Nah. Was it okay? Yeah. I mean, did I hate it? No. Could it have been better? Yes. Um, don't know what would have made it better. Um, obviously, they're playing off the fact that uh, Bianca Belair is injured and won't, you know, is, you know, her time out of action is, is, you know, undetermined at this time. So maybe she'll miss WrestleMania, which is bullshit. We'll see her next week on the Go Home Show. Yep. Um, it's probably the poorest in-ring segment that Becky Lynch has done in a while, I gave it a D plus. Okay, Scott, we'll get to your question in just a minute. Uh, I I totally agree, Greg. I mean, first of all, the glasses were really stupid looking. Um, and Becky Lynch has just gotten, I don't know, it, it, is it me or is her, or is her in-ring promos not going as well as they did when she was, before she went out? Really, really, really got to be good. It's you don't have anybody 
giving you comments that you can just fire right back at them. So it is tough, but this one was just not done well. Right, and um, it kind of makes me wonder, you know, is Bianca going to be ready for the match at WrestleMania? And if not, who are they putting in her place? Oh, Bianca's going to be ready for WrestleMania. Oh, okay. So I gave I gave the I gave the whole segment a D. Okay. Now Scott gave us a question here that says, "Do you guys think Lesnar will take the win at Mania? If yes, how? And if not, why?" Um, I don't think so. Only because they don't want a, a part time. I believe he's still part time. Um, I don't think they'd want a part time wrestler holding both titles. And if not, well, then that's the reason why. I just don't think he's going to beat Roman. I think there's something else in store at WrestleMania that I'll get into later on. So, I, I agree. I believe the only other option would be for something to happen in the match that causes neither one to win. I don't see... Brock Lesnar being once again the only headlining champion, um, unless he was going to have a match again at WrestleMania Backlash in I think it's the end of April. Uh, it might be in May. Don't know exactly what it is to lose the titles back to lose the title back to Roman. If it's a short stay, just to end right. the five hundred some odd you know, plus streak. Um, but they've been promoting this winning streak for so long. I, I, I don't see them ending that right now. I see them trying to get them to at least 600, which actually lands on a Friday night. Um, so, I, I, you know, that would be a huge celebration they'd be able to do. So that, that that's why I just don't think Brock will win. I think it'll be Roman. Yep. Okay. Then we had a match between RK Bro and Alpha Academy. Uh, you are up. Uh, I I enjoyed the match to an extent. Um, I just think that RK Bro, by getting the title back, makes them a little bit more. Um, I don't want to say dominating, but it makes them a little bit more. To me, interesting to watch. But the key here is the street profits. I really think we're going to see a heel turn, and the street profits are going to go bad. And I really think they're going to do something with the tag team titles at WrestleMania between those three. And I mean, the Alpha Academy—they're still, you know, they're still—they're still one of the top teams. Um. But I don't see them grabbing the title anytime soon again. So, I mean, overall, I gave the match a, a C plus. Because okay. Randy and Matt Riddle have been putting on some good matches lately. And Matt actually had a great finishing maneuver against Chad Gable for the pin instead of, you know, your usual roll-up that you get. So, right. that's why I gave it a C plus. Okay. Um, I liked, I, I thought the match was done very well. Once again, kudos to both Chad Gable and Otis for turning themselves from laughing stocks into credible opponents. 
um, in any way, shape, or form. They are one of the top tag teams when this time last year they were pretty much nothing. Um, it, it was a very good match. Um, the match itself, I, I'd probably give a B to. And then the antics with the Street Profits coming out and laying out Riddle and then, you know, Orton being taken out outside the ring. I, I kind of agree that, that there might be a little um, heel turn here. And I think that's only going to be done because I don't think, once again, like you said, I don't think Alpha Academy is going to win the title. It's either going to be RK Bar or the Street Profits. And this way, if the Street Profits are heel, you can continue a feud between those two tag teams yep. for a little while. Absolutely. Um, but I get everything overall with the Street Profits coming out and RK Bro winning um, a B. Okay. Then after that, we had a tornado style tag match. Oh, hold on, my head hurts. <laughs> Between Reggie and Dana Brooke mm. against Tazawa and Tamina. Oh, I get to go first with this one. That's what my head hurts so much right now. Oh, uh, this was worse than the singles matches that they've been doing. It was ridiculous. It was stupid. Please, WWE. I, 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 I know they're going to do something with these four at WrestleMania. Because you don't do this many matches before WrestleMania. 95% sure it's going to be a pre-show match on one of the two nights. Yep. I just, just end it there. That, that's it. Just stop it. Right. I mean, just stop. No more. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's getting worse every week. I, I gave it a D minus. Yep. Joe, Joe, yeah. I don't blame you. Um, yeah, Greg, I I totally agree. I mean, it's just getting dumber and dumber every week. I mean, we know the ability of Reggie. We know Dana Brooke how she handles herself in the ring. Tamina and Tazawa, well, I I don't know what's what's going on. Yeah, I'm not interested in that at all. And. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, put it on a pre-show match one of the two nights. Get rid of it. End it right there. I gave it. I gave it a a, a D minus minus. <laughs> and then we got to the main event of the show with AJ Styles taking on Seth Rollins. Um, you're up. Okay, my opinion. As a matter of fact, because this was a Monday Night Raw match, I'm going to give my thing about what I think is going to happen at WrestleMania after I'm done with this match. And because um, it has to do with, with the outcome of this match. I thought this was the best match of the night. AJ Styles, Seth Rollins. Um, numerous, two, numerous two counts. It was, it was great. I mean, Styles came out after... Um, after being gone for a couple of weeks, after what Edge had done to him with the concertos and, you know, Seth Rollins, you know, making it known in the beginning that, you know, he wanted to have a match with AJ and that he wanted to take AJ's place if he won. And AJ's like, no, I'm not giving up my spot. He wanted the match. 
Um, I just thought it was a really good match from start to finish. Like I said, probably I thought it was the best match of the night. I I gave it an A minus. Now my my ask my thing was after the match when Seth Rollins hung out around the ringside area, um, destroying everything in its path and saying that the show will not continue. Monday Night Raw show will not go on next week until he gets what he wants. Well, I really think Friday night on SmackDown, he's going to stick his nose in the meeting between in a meeting between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, and I think they're going to end up adding Seth Rollins into that match, making it a triple threat match. That's just my opinion. I'm I'm really not seeing much of you know. I mean, I understand Cody Rhodes has signed with WWE. I understand that. I really wish that he had they had done something with him beforehand, but I think that that might happen. That they might add Seth Rollins into that and making it a triple threat match. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. I mean, you know, you never know. I just can't see a WrestleMania without Seth Rollins. So, you think Chad Gable is Kurt Angle's son in real life? No. No. No, he is not. Um, well, um, I'll agree with what a uh, part of what you said, um, and that was that this was the best match of the night. Um, the other two matches that were B's, so this is uh, in the A's category. So this was the best match of the night. Excuse me. Um, I mean, just looking on paper, that it was Rollins and AJ Styles. You had to figure this this match was going to knock it out of the park, and it did. Right. It was an excellent match between both of them. Um, there were times, once again, during the match, that AJ Styles could have won it or Seth Rollins could have won it. Um, Edge coming down and flattening AJ with a chair, causing AJ to win by disqualification. Not a fan of the ending. Um, I would have, if you're going to do that way, I would have rather have had Edge been out there already and then interfere. I don't know, the sneak attack thing, I, I don't know. Maybe it helps with him being a bigger heel. Um, Seth Rollins freaking out at the end of the match, um, messing up the announcer's table, ripping part of the, the barricade, you know, making his announcement that he was going to be there next Monday and Monday Night Raw was not going to, he was going to, you know, handcuff himself or whatever, do whatever he has to do to the ring and just hold Monday Night Night Raw hostage. Kind of brings it back a little bit to Daniel Bryan coming out when he was going against the authority, didn't have a match for WrestleMania, and a hundred people wearing Daniel Bryan t-shirts came over the barricades through the crowd and, and they took over Monday Night Raw. Kind of reminds you a little bit of that. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that there is the demand and the announcement of an opponent for him on Raw. I don't see him showing up at SmackDown and getting put into the 
into the Reigns Lesnar match. I just don't see that happening on, on Friday. Um, I don't know if something could happen on Monday. I mean, after all, you know, Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville run both Raw and SmackDown, so they can make an announcement like that on Raw. Uh, but once again, I gave the whole match and everything um, a, a flat, straight out A. Okay. A uh, little nubster says, I think Cody versus Rollins will happen. It's just a matter if Cody will show up before Mania or at Mania. I can see Rollins coming out at Mania wanting a moment, and that's when Cody comes out. Okay. But. 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 See more but. Uh, but I will say that the anticipation of Cody showing up on Raw has been bringing in more viewers. Well, I mean, the rating isn't any higher than it's been kind of, right. you know, you know, a couple hundred thousand up or down. It mm-hmm. has brought in a lot more viewers as of right now. Yep. Um, is it building the anticipation for a um, Hardy Boy style return at WrestleMania? Well, yes and no, because so many people are expecting him. Um, to show up that I think it'll be a letdown if you did it at at WrestleMania rather than Monday Night Raw. Right. Absolutely, I agree. Um, and I believe that is our Monday Night Raw recap. Um, once again, great job with the matches. And before we get into NXT, my favorite part of the show... Hope is everybody else's too. I'm sure he's got a lot, lot to say tonight. It's Nuggies news. So, Greg, the floor is yours. Well, I mean, there's really not a lot to say. Everything that that's out is about WrestleMania things that we have um, already talked about. Um, but a few things. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's go with. Well, the, once again, the rumors out there that um, there's a few more matches that will get added. Um, I don't think we're going to go with six matches one night, five matches another night. With it being a two-night affair, I, maybe three more matches gets added. Um Each night with one of the matches each night being on the pre-show, um, but the three most re- most thought of matches to be added to the card. Um, one is the uh, Finn Balor versus Damian Priest match. Okay. Another is Seth Rollins going against AJ Styles. And the other does have to do with Omos. Um, there is much, much more going around that he will have a match at WrestleMania 38 against the almighty Bobby Lashley. What are your thoughts on that match? And, I mean, obviously, Bobby Lashley would have to play the, the fan favorite in a match like that. But do you see them turning Bobby Lashley face? Uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I can see that because I think his I think his time with MVP is kind of coming to an end. Um, him and Omos, I think, would be a, a, a good match. Uh, I don't see – I really don't know if they want to give Omos such a big push where they'll say, hey, you know, let, let Lashley go over and uh, – or let, Lash, let Lashley put him over and see what happens. And I don't um, – I don't think that's going to happen. I think if Bobby Lashley comes in and they have that match, I think you're going to see a dominating Bobby Lashley because because oh, okay. he had um, he had something to prove in the Elimination Chamber and got hurt and you know couldn't get the title, couldn't defend his title, couldn't go against Lesnar, you know, for a rematch or anything. So I think he's got something to prove. But yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think making Bobby Lashley a a face will. You know, deter his career any. I think. I mean, he was a face when he was here in WWE before. No, no, I know. Yeah, so I think I think it would be. He's one of the better heels. Yeah. Um, that Monday Night Raw has had for a while, and if he turns face, you know, I mean, they've already turned AJ Styles face um, over on SmackDown. Um, it's just a matter of do. Do we have too many "quote unquote" good guys on the roster? Okay. Um, one thing about WrestleMania this year, we've noticed, yeah, they have had some "quote unquote" you know outside of the business stars being added: Johnny Knoxville, um, Logan Paul, even Pat McAfee. And there really hasn't been your typical part timers coming back just for a five, six, eight-week run to lead up to a match at WrestleMania and then be gone. Um, one person that's always done that has been John Cena, and it is definitely being reported that he will not. He is in a movie. He's in, in the process of making um, a movie, and contractually, he cannot get into any physical altercations or anything at all. Um so there's a good chance we won't see John Cena at WrestleMania, not even to make just a, a wave appearance. Um, do you like that, or do you not like that? Do you like the fact that there's no part-timers really helping up ramp up some matches, or do you think that, you know what, you kind of need it? It depends on who the part-timer is. Do you like John Cena? Yeah, I could see John Cena coming in as a part-timer to, you know, spice things up a little bit and you know have the fans thinking oh i wonder who they're going to put him up against or i wonder if he's going to have a a good program with so and so and yeah i can um you know i'm i don't think it would be bad but like i said it depends on on who the part-timer is with with cena you know he he's obviously uh looking in a different direction now he's been spending more of his time you know in movies and everything else um i mean i i thought they would have had him win the title for the 17th time already so this way he can just go off into the sunset and not worry about trying to make a comeback or anything but i mean you know good luck to him and just keep making them movies okay well let me ask you a question do you think we'll see him again before the end of the year this isn't trivia, oh, Sorry. 
It's just Nuggies news. Sorry? But no, I don't. Okay. I don't think we'll see it before the end of the year. Okay. Um, where we, when you look at the card right now, um, it's debatable as to how many titles are going to change. Um, right now, these are the odds that are laid out um, for the matches at, at WrestleMania right now. Roman Reigns is a favorite to beat Brock Lesnar. Ronda Rousey is an overwhelming favorite to beat Charlotte Flair. Bianca Belair is highly favored to beat um, Becky Lynch. AJ Styles is a slight favorite to beat Edge. Drew McIntyre is the biggest favorite to win his match against Happy Corbin. The Usos are a favorite to beat Nakamura and Rick Boots. Austin Theory is a slight favorite to beat Pat McAfee. Johnny Nacho is a big favorite to beat Sami Zayn. Wow. Logan, Paul, and The Miz, and Dominic and Ray are even. Betting odds are even for that match. And then in the women's four-way match, um, the only favorite is Sasha and Naomi. Slightly favored over Morgan and Rhea. And then next at plus 600 are Zelina and Carmella. And then at plus 800 are Shayna and Natalia. Okay. So right now, um, I mean, there's going to be a, a title change in the main event on Sunday, regardless, in the yeah. men's match. There's no way there's not a title change. But then they only have two other title changes. Well, so I'm sorry, three other title changes. Um, and uh, wait for that one. And um, we talked about that big match. And who could be next? Um, either Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns, if and when one of them has the title. I'm going to give you five names, and I want to give you, I want you to give me, whoops. Jasmine, thank I you want you to give me, let's see, um, whether you agree that they're a title contender, and then could they be the one to win the belt? Okay. First one they list is AJ Styles. Um... Title contender, yes. Could he be the one to win the belt? I would say there's a 7 out of 10 chance. Okay. Um, I agree. I think they're positioning him to be a title contender. Um, but I, I, I don't see him... Well, I mean, I guess it's not fair because I know the other name's on the list. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll go five out of ten. Okay. The next one I gave is Edge. Um, 
Title contender, yes. But I would say two out of ten. Okay. I would say him being, I think we've seen his last time in the main event. Um, I, I think he's, well, not that I'm giving away my prediction, but I think he's going to lose to AJ Styles. And I don't see with him losing to AJ Styles being put into the main event picture anytime soon. Okay. Um, next one, Bobby Lashley. Yes, and 8 out of 10. I agree, yes, and I mentally go 7 out of 10 once again because I know the rest of the list. Yeah. Um, next one, Seth Rollins. Yes, and six out of ten. Okay. All right, that's fair enough. I say yes, he'd definitely be a contender, contender especially if it's Roman Reigns that wins it. Um, but I go with him also a seven out of ten, right at the same time that Bobby likes. And the last one, Drew McIntyre. Yes. And I'll give him a a score kind of like I gave Lashley. I'll go 8 out of 10. Okay. Um, and I go absolutely yes. Um, I honestly think that no matter who comes out on top, whether it be Reigns or Lesnar, you already have the perfect feud with Drew McIntyre set up because he's had beat with both of them. I definitely see him as the next title contender and I go eight out of ten um that he could possibly be the one to end the ones okay and that's no use news all righty now Greg we talked you talked earlier about um or what as a matter of fact we talked earlier during the raw segment about um Becky Lynch and Bianca and you had told me, oh, definitely Bianca's going to be there. And, you know, but let me put this scenario to you. I think this right here is where Bianca and Becky are for a match. How much different would it be if Bianca couldn't make it because of her injury, but Asuka stepped in? Will that take a little bit away from the match? A lot away from the match. Okay. Nothing against Asuka, but the build that they've had for Lynch Belair has been probably, uh, if not the best build of any single match, close to the top build for any single match. Um, there's And there's no way. I mean, once again, the injury to Bianca is Kate It's not real. Right. She's not really hurt. She didn't really go to a medical facility like Becky Lynch did. Becky Lynch legitimately spent the night in the hospital because of the uh, hair whipping to her throat. And it, it fractured her voice box. I, I mean, she legitimately got hurt. Bianca didn't legitimately get hurt. It was Kate It's a work to build up the match. Exactly. Yep. You know, Becky Lynch said it, throat for a throat. I mean, so, you know, Becky missed one week and then was back the next 
next week to, for the final push for their match on WrestleMania Saturday. Okay. All righty. So let's see what trivia remembers about NXT. Um, what do you think of the NXT show? Uh, I mean, it's the first full NXT show. Um, well, mostly full NXT show that I've seen in a while. Um, and this was closer to the NXT that I quote unquote remember. Um, and really, I think that's just because, you know, when they made the switch to 2.0, there were so many character changes. I just didn't give a shit. I just didn't care. Right. And now that I've recently in the last month or so started to follow up, um, if I didn't see all of NXT, I definitely read all about NXT. Um, there's still some people I don't know about, like that wrestler called A-Kid. I've never seen him before. Um, but it was a good show. Yep, I agree. Um, I thought that NXT was solid again every time I see them. When I get a chance to see them, and you know, I I saw you know a few matches. The rest of it I watched on replay and highlights and everything. But I think they're they're putting on some pretty good shows, and I can't wait to see Stand and Deliver on the first and see what uh, what that's going to bring for us. So. Yeah, I mean the Brian Breaker Robert Roode match was excellent. It yes, was, it was. It was the best match of the night. Yes, it was. Uh, I mean, it had, I mean, it's Robert Root doesn't really get that much of a chance to show what he can do in the ring. It's always about Dolph Ziggler. You know, and, and it almost, you know, it's it's like he's his Robin to Dolph Ziggler's Batman. Right. But Bobby Root showed when he wrestled Brock Breaker that he can still go. Oh, I think. He can still, you know, he can go. I think Bobby um, Root can have a good match with anybody. Yeah. So. I was a little disappointed in the uh, Roderick Strong solo Sequoia match. I don't know if they're phasing out Roderick Strong. I know he's part of that Diamond Mine group or whatever, um, but he lost. Yeah. And which surprised me. Kind of, sort of. Um, I know we're going to have a triple threat match next week with the three guys, you know. Um, Cameron Grimes, Roderick Strong, um, and Aiken, the three people that lost their individual matches to determine the fifth and final competitor in the ladder match. Um, I I don't, I don't understand why you just didn't have all seven guys in the ladder match. Right. Uh, That's, it's confusing to me as as to that, but, um, that, they had the women's finals for the Dusty Cup. Um, really good match. Yeah, a little disappointing. Um, I, I thought for sure that, you know, Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai were going to pull off the uh, win only because I had heard that there was going to be. Um, a fatal four with, with Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai at Stand and Deliver. So I'm like, oh, so I'm thinking in my head, oh, they must, something must happen where Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction get involved and then they get to get in a match. 
didn't know if they were going to use their tag, quote-unquote, tag team title match to put themselves in the Fatal 4-Way. Right. Um, but, yeah, that match was, was very good as well. Yep. Yeah, I think um, that Fatal 4-Way the in, for the um, women's singles title, I think that's going to be um, a pretty interesting match. Yeah. I think it's about time that... that uh, Exactly what she can do as a singles wrestler. We know what she can do as a tag team. Io Shirai has already been yeah. champion. So. Right. But I don't know. Do you think that could possibly be the best match of the night? No women's match? At Stand and Deliver? Yeah. Um, oh, at Stand and Deliver? Uh, yeah. It's possible. I mean, they have six matches now. I mean, the um, Tommaso Ciampa match is going to be a pretty good one, but I don't think it's going to be the best match of the night. Tommaso Ciampa and Tony D'Angelo, I just don't see Tony D'Angelo being able to put up best match tonight. I mean, he's good, but I don't see him, personally, I don't see him putting up best match of the night quality matches. Okay. Um, you know, once you have the five-way fatal... The fatal five-way ladder match, on which has Carlos Hayes, Santos Escobar, Solo Sequoia, and Grayson Waller, and then you're going to put in Cameron Grimes, Roderick Strong, or A Kid. I mean, it's a ladder match, and you have those, well, at least four. Um, whether it's Roderick Strong, Cameron Grimes, or I don't know who this A Kid really does. I don't know how excited seeing him. But you put those guys all in the ring with ladders. I mean, that's got an opportunity to be a, a you know, a B plus or an A minus match. Yep. Then the triple threat tag team match, Imperium against the Creed Brothers against MSK. I mean, that has the makings of being a B plus to A minus match. Oh yeah. Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker. I, I mean. That's got the opportunity to be a B plus to A minus. Mm-hmm. LA, the match I was just at was LA Knight versus Gunther. For those of you who don't know who Gunther is, that's Walter now. His name is now Gunther. Um, I don't know what thinking about that, but I'm thinking that can be a, a B minus to a B match, at least. Mm-hmm. And then you have the women's, the Pedro Forway. Uh, Mandy Rose, Cora Jade, Io Shirai, Kaylee Ray. Um, I think due to Mandy Rose being in this match, as, as mean as it sounds, I, I'm hoping it's one of those where she gets knocked out for a while and can just sit out of the ring and let the other three go because she cannot wrestle in the same caliber as the other three. Right. She can't. I mean, she might be the best looking in the ring, but she's not the best worker in the ring. I agree. Um, so this one, the way I look at it, it could be as low as a C to C plus to as high as an A to an A minus. Okay. And there's a possibility that there could be three Joe Steeler matches on that, on, on that stand and deliver. Yeah. I mean, there's some really, really good matches. I think the fifth guy 
in the latter match. I only say this because I like the guy. I think he's funny. I like his character. It's going to be Cameron Grimes. Yes. And um, yeah. so I'm looking, kind of looking forward to seeing that. Um, see if it's going to be Cameron Grimes. Another match that I was kind of interested in uh, checking out last night was, uh, what did you think of the Duke Hudson Duke Hudson match against, right. against Gunther? Yeah, I didn't think it was. I don't think it was all that great either. I mean, the the chops that Walter gives people and the welts that were on that poor guy's chest from those few chops is yeah. just, I don't know if it's because the, the performance center is a small arena, so it's easy, you know, in some places, you know, like an amphitheater is better for music than a, a stage right. arena just because of the acoustics. So no, but just because of the more compact way that, that that arena is, but damn those chops, I felt that. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you see the size of his hands. Yeah, I they know look, that's what I'm saying. They look like catcher's mitts. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I I totally agree with you on that because I even cringed on a couple of them. Yeah. So. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, I mean, I thought, um, you know, like I said, with Stand and Deliver, I think it's going to be a, a good show. But getting back to uh, NXT, we had talked about Bobby Roode and Braun Breaker. Now, I think at Stand and Deliver, I think Ziggler is going to retain only because I see Breaker going up to the, the on Monday. Um. I mean, what do you think? You think that'd be a good move for him, or is it too, or is it too early for him? I, I I'd like to see him on NXT and work on his mic skills a little bit longer. Okay, Deb, thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, I mean that's true too. I mean, you know, because we all know, like we said thousands of times before, with Vince McMahon, you got to have mic skills. And, you know, that's why who cares if, you know, some people out there, who cares if you can't wrestle a lick? If you're good on the mic, Vince is going to want you. Well, no, you still have to be able to wrestle. That's true. Yeah, you got to. As limited as Hulk Hogan's moves were, he wasn't Hulk Hogan because of his wrestling moves. He was Hulk Hogan because of how he was able to be on the mic. And, And, yeah, he did have a few wrestling moves. The Rock, not the greatest technical wrestler you're ever going to see in the ring by any means, uh, but he's excellent on the mic. Yep. Possibly one of the best of all time on the mic, and that's how we got to spell what The Rock was cooking. Right. And, you know, but on the flip side of that, Daniel Bryan's both, or Bryan Danielson. Um, I know, yeah. Tremendous, yeah. tremendous wrestler, tremendous on the mic. Um, well, see, I would say more on the flip side, more of somebody like Cesaro. Tremendous in the ring, not that good on the mic. Now, it could go toe-to-toe in the ring with anybody, but you want to try and do a verbal, you know, build-up to a match. 
Cesaro's not your man. Right, he'll lose. That would be the flip side. Right. So, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be, um, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, it's going to be a good weekend of wrestling, stand and deliver on the first. WrestleMania. So, are you worried at all, like I am, that due to stand, due to, <laughs> due to, <laughs> um, stand and deliver being one o'clock East Coast time, on Saturday, and then WrestleMania Saturday night, night one, being at eight o'clock, I'm worried that Stand and Deliver is going to be so good that it's going to take away from night one if night one isn't great. If night one is just good, I think it's going to make it more of a letdown and make it seem like it was just okay. Right. Well, I mean, I think for, and you see, I agree with you on that point because now I got to, and you said uh, it's on, it's on the first, right? No, it's on Saturday. The first is Friday. The first is SmackDown and then the Hall of Fame ceremony. Why do I keep thinking standing? Is on Saturday. At one o'clock our time, noon time there. Why do I keep thinking that Stand and Deliver is the first, WrestleMania is the second and third? Okay, so Stand and Stand and Deliver. I don't know why you keep thinking that. Yeah, Stand and Deliver in the afternoon. I mean, they're probably going to want to pull out all the stops and say, "Hey, you know, WrestleMania is a couple hours away from us tonight. Let's really." You know, let's really go out there and and knock them dead. And you know, maybe they're maybe they're the ones that are just gonna, even though it's a couple hours in between matches, even in between shows, could they be the one that gets the, that gets the start of the crowd fire, riled up? Well, it's not. It's at the American Airlines Arena, the same place that SmackDown is, oh. and then the following Monday that runs. It's not at ATT Stadium. Oh, I thought it was in Texas. Oh, okay. It is. But it's at the American Airlines Arena in Dallas, the same place, SmackDown, and then the following Monday oh. on Raw. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I do want to say one thing. It's it's not the fact that you were hooked up to the Wi-Fi. No? No, because it's starting to get that same thing. Really? Wow. Huh. That's that's odd. So, but it's uh Yeah, I think Hello? Oh, there you are. I think it's going to be uh interesting to see Stand and Deliver in the afternoon, WrestleMania in the evening. Because the whole weekend is all wrestling. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right. m- Monday, Tuesday with NXT. So I think it's going to be uh, an interesting weekend slash beginning of the week. And um, I think uh, Stand and Deliver is going to have to really, uh, I really can't say set the tone for WrestleMania weekend, but they're going to have to come out 
uh, smoking. They're gonna have to come out firing up. I think it's, uh, it should be a good crowd. American Airlines Arena is a decent sized place. Yes, it is. So, I just think um, I think they got their work cut out for them, and I think they'll put on a good show. So, but yeah, that um, that Io Shirai Kaylee Ray match with the Dusty Cup. Um, I don't know. I that Wendy Wendy Chu or Achu or whatever the hell her yeah. name is. I I yeah. I kind of figured that her and Cody uh, Kai weren't gonna win it. I didn't want to see him win it. I wanted to see Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray, you know, kind of kind of get the victory, which I'm kind of glad they did. But conspicuous by her absence last night, and not even a mention on um, Daniel Delivers, Raquel Gonzalez. I don't think there's, I mean, is could she be injured? Could she just be taking some time off, or they just have, they just have nothing for her? Well, I think it's because she'll be on the main roster. Yeah. I think she'll be one of the talents that we see either on the Raw or the SmackDown after WrestleMania. Okay. I don't think there's I don't think there's anything left for her in NXT. All right. Which which side do you think she's gonna show up on? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I mean I think either way, you know, she, she could make a she could make an impact. Right. Wrestling wise. I mean, what do you think of her mic skills? That's the only the only draw- with her. Yeah, the only drawback. I mean, she's got the size. You know, she's... she's right. pretty- if they bring her in and make her a physically dominating force, that can be overlooked with her weaker mic skills. Right. Because you, you know, can't... I mean, they're pushing Omos right now, and he's not that great in the ring. Right. They pushed Bobby Lashley, and he's not that great. I should say on the mic. They pushed Bobby Lashley, and he was not that good on the mic. Right, so they'll just probably look at Raquel Gonzalez and say, you know, just go in there, bash people around, don't worry about saying too much, right? And let us take it from there. Yeah. I, I can see, see that. My name is Raquel because they lose her last name. They don't really, really have too many people that have two names anymore. Right. So my name is Raquel, and you've all been warned. Yep. You know, that's it. That's all she's got to say. Right. And then just let her zip right through the competition. See what happens. So, but yeah, I mean, WrestleMania coming up nine days away. Let's see what. Uh, what's... Eleven matches right now. Once again, six on Saturday, five on Friday. Okay. And those matches are probably they haven't changed much since we since you announced them on Monday, right? That's what I thought. They haven't changed. They haven't changed anything. Okay. I just hope that um, Friday night gets that, and you know they add one from Friday night, or maybe two. You know, maybe on Raw well, they'll. What do, you, what, what do you think? What do you think they can add from SmackDown? Uh. Let's see. No, oh, that's Raw. <laughs> Um, Bless you, I think. No, that was a cough. 
Uh, I think they can add. Um, I don't know who whose opponent would be right now, but I think they can add a ricochet match. But Martia against who? Um, ricochet against. Uh, There's just, not a surefire opponent. Right, that's a good one. Yeah. That's right. The only way I could see, once again, uh, that I could see them doing something from SmackDown is, in, in my opinion, obviously something with the New Day and then um, Sheamus, Rich Holland, and Butch. I was just thinking of that. I could see them doing something with them. And then, once again, if you, you, know, you need to get Ricochet on, if he's not going to fight you know, a singles match, have him join the New Day as their third partner to go into a six-man tag match. Um, and, I mean, and that could be your pre-show match for Sunday night. Or how about the New Day versus Famous uh, versus Ridge Holland and... Um, Butch or Bruce or Butch or whatever his name is. Butch. Butch. And then AJ, and then um, Ricochet and Sheamus. They've had a, they had a thing they, going. They're not going to do that. No? They're not going to do that. No. Okay. Why? One week before WrestleMania, what happens between Sheamus and Ricochet to separate him from his two goals? Well, they had a thing going before where Sheamus got his nose broken by Ricochet. But right now, right, right now, Sheamus didn't have his nose broken by Ricochet. Who did he have his nose broken by? Rich Holland. No, who did Sheamus have his nose broken by? Wasn't that when the match with Cesaro or some shit like that? I thought it was like a year ago. I thought it was. was uh, But once again, right now. The storyline that they're building is those three guys together taking out the new day. They're not going to separate one out of the trio just one week before WrestleMania for shits and giggles. Okay. So maybe putting Ricochet in with the new day could probably be the best alternative. I I think that could be. Yeah, and even if it is a free, I think that's, I think that's the, the best way. You're gonna get all six guys into WrestleMania. Yep, and even if it is a pre-show match, it would definitely be a pre-show match to watch. Right. So I definitely think you know, both nights, both nights are two-hour pre-shows. Yep. Uh, it's been announced that the pre-show for Saturday, from six to eight, will air live on the USA Network as well as Peacock. Um, so you don't have to, you know, oh, turn it off from USA and try to connect to Peacock and missed a five-minute video package to start off WrestleMania. Right. Um, All righty. So that's going to be an interesting weekend or and part of the week, to say the least, for WWE with WrestleMania and Stand and Deliver. Friday yeah. Night SmackDown, Monday Night Raw. Definitely, uh, definitely a good... Uh, Six or seven days to be a wrestling fan. Um, I'm looking forward to it. 
So anything else you want to add, Greg? Um, nothing off the top of my head. All right. Uh, so let me get your opinion one last time before we close here on this Seth Rollins situation. Uh, that mentioned something about he's going to handcuff himself to the top rope and Monday he's going to hold Monday Night Raw hostage and everything else. Do you really think that Monday Night Raw will will bring out Cody and say, okay, here's your match against this guy? Or maybe have a video. At this point, I think what the WWE is going to do is they're going to think that we're all stupid and nobody knows about Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. And Adam Pierce in Sony Deville or maybe in Vince McMahon himself will come out and say, um, you want your spot at WrestleMania? This is going to be your spot at WrestleMania. Um, Saturday night, you're going to open up WrestleMania and we will have some, we'll have an opponent or something, you know, and have him open up WrestleMania um, night one, come down to the ring, you know, be the first person everybody sees for this WrestleMania and then have his opponent come out being Cody Rhodes. Now, how about if they put a, like a, a vignette up on the Titantron and it will say, you know, if he's talking about his WrestleMania moment and wanting to be at WrestleMania, and then all of a sudden the words come up on the screen that says, your WrestleMania moment could be a nightmare. Because they call Cody Rhodes the nightmare. I know. And that they could... also call him Stardust. Oh, God. I, like you said, I hope not. You know, that's what I'm saying. I, you know, they, they've been dropping hints here, a little here, a little there. Um, I mean, Seth, not Seth, um, um, Edge mentioned something about it being a nightmare. Um, others have said other things. I know a couple of announcers, I don't remember exactly what they said, but I remember reading articles about specific things that announcers have said, something that Seth Rollins have said that are all, you know, kind of quote unquote teasing right. Cody Rhodes showing up. But at this point, I'm going to start to believe the hype that I've been reading that we're not going to see Cody Rhodes until WrestleMania. All righty. That will be interesting to say the least. So, all righty. So if there's nothing else to add, uh, we've come to the end of the – Oh, I did you, did you ever get to the – when we were talking about Monday Night Raw, the, the thing you were going to talk to me about later – yeah, that was, was that the, the that was the was Seth Rollins the, thing. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was the Bianca Belair no, thing. No, that was the Seth Rollins thing. Um. Oh, and by the way, I almost forgot. Before I close tonight, I want to wish you a very happy birthday, a happy 63rd birthday to one of our uh, guests who appeared on um, the Top Rope Report some time ago. Mr. Technical Barry Horowitz turned 63 years old today, so happy birthday, Barry. And uh, I today's also Lacey Evans and The Undertaker's birthday, if I remember correctly. Well, oh, that's another thing. I'm glad, glad you mentioned The Undertaker. I think he's trying to, either he's just talking about it or trying to run a campaign about, he, he believes Michelle McCool should be in the Hall of Fame. What do you think? 
we we talked about that a couple of shows ago. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I think Michelle McCool deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And if you're putting Charmelle in, then yeah. absolutely, positively, Michelle I, McCool. I was about to say. The bar, you've lowered the bars to where it's like, you know, you can just, you know, step over it if you're a two-foot midget. Yeah. I was just about to say, you know, Michelle McCool is a far better choice than Charmel. Far better. But I don't think they want to put Michelle McCool in the same year as The Undertaker anyways. Right. I agree. Um, and with that being said, we will close We will close this uh, episode of the Top Rope Report. So on behalf of the Nugs to Greg, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. This is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying we'll catch us all on Sunday.